am the global manager of the H&M Foundation. And before we start, I just want to mention a few words about us. We're a non-profit uh, global foundation that are privately funded by the funders and, and main owners of H&M, the Stefan Passion family. And the aim of, of the foundation is to be a catalyst for change, to support programs and solutions and innovations that can contribute to improve people's living conditions globally. And except for doing that, you know, in collaboration with organizations like UNICEF and WaterAid and Care International, we also choose to um, initiate uh, a global competition called Global Change Award. We did this in 2015, and the aim is really to make the shift in the fashion industry. We all know that it is a resource-intensive industry, and we need to find new solutions that are circular, that can make us go away from the model like take-make-waste and really find new uh, materials, new processes and new models that are aligned with the planetary boundaries that we have. And I think we were really ambitious from the start. Uh, we're a small team of eight working in the foundation, uh, quite separate from, from the company. But we didn't really know what to expect. Um, but so far, we have, in the two first rounds, received more than 5,000 uh, circular innovations. And this is the figures for the last round that we just finished. And I think it's just a few blank spots left in the world map here. So 2,885 applications from 130 countries. I think that really shows the interest and the need that we have within the industry today. And looking at those figures, we also realized that this is a great database where you can start looking into, you know, what kind of innovations did we see? Where are we going? What's the future of this industry? So together with Accenture, who's one of our partners in this program, the other one is the Royal Institute of Technology here in, in Stockholm, we, we started to look into the figures and we were both very satisfied, but also a bit worried, I would say. Um, since gender equality is one of our focus areas within the, the foundation, we were happy to see that a majority of the, uh, the applications came from women. And that is not always the case when it comes to innovation challenges. So that, that was really great. However, we could also see that the women tended to grade their ideas and innovations as less market-ready um, than the applications coming from men. And that made us a, a bit worried, uh, not just for the individual women, but also for the whole industry. If those ideas are never highlighted or being able to develop, um, I think we're missing out on a lot here. Um, something that was really hopeful, though, was that um, half of, of the applications came from students. And looking into the future of sustainability, I think that really gives us all hope. That we know that those values, as we mentioned before, for the millennials and next coming generations will be crucial. So I think we are, we are heading in the right direction. If we, we are going to focus on the material side, what we could see from all the applications related to materials, that the local context was really 
key to those innovations. They looked in the surroundings where they were and they were influenced by what they saw. One example was, for example, Indonesia. We could see that the common local plant, Cecil, was mentioned a lot. Um, we also had a winning team this year uh, from Italy, making a substitute for leather uh, out of the waste of the wine uh, production from grapes. Um, another one, we talked about the culture and, and what would be possible uh, to wear in the future. We had uh, one example, one of the winning teams this year, making fabrics out of the cellulose from co-manure. So I don't know if I see any skeptical faces here, but if we are to become to eat bugs in the future and to, to learn to eat differently, I also think that we will be able to, to shift our minds in what to wear. And uh, I think her quote was really fun. She was like, if you give a shit about this planet, this is the way to go. So unfortunately, she couldn't be here today. I know that she was invited, but um, it's really a fascinating idea and, and really developing fast. We also seen some examples of uh, algaes being used uh, in making textiles. So, as you could see, a lot of local uh, connections when it comes to, to materials. And one important thing for us to mention is that we as a foundation are able to support those ideas at a really early stage. Uh, the risk that I think that it's, it's hard for brands or companies within the industry to take that risk, but we are able to do that as a foundation. And we also do it for the entire industry. We're not doing it for H&M, we're not taking any ownership as a foundation. It's totally to drive uh, and accelerate uh, this circular process within the industry as a whole. So, this is uh, the five winning teams uh, of this year. And it's really great to see that they represent three continents. Um, and it's a, it's a really a mix of academia and, and single entrepreneurs. And what we found out is all, also that the great solution doesn't necessarily come from our own industry. We know that the solutions sometimes are developed in other industries. And then, you know, they, last year, for example, we had a winning team from the forest industry look but also found a solution of making uh, environmental-friendly soil uh, that could be used for cotton. So I think we should really be open-minded, looking, as everyone else had said here earlier today, about you know, new collaborations with different industries and new perspectives. Really important to drive, drive the things forward. Um, yes, so what does then the winners get? They share a grant <clears throat> of 1 million euro, but more importantly, I would say, is that they access an uh, accelerator program that is provided by us, but also by uh, Accenture and the Royal Institute of Technology. It's a one-year accelerator. They get to meet with the industry. They have virtual meetings, but also meetings in Stockholm, Shanghai, and Milan, um, to really test their you know, business model, their business case, but also to meet with, with key stakeholders within the industry. And... What they have told us so far, uh, we just finished the first round with the first winners, the, the first accelerator, and they said that they, they think that they really you know, speeded up the process with like five or ten years during this year to be able to meet with the industry, to have the validation, to really meet with the right people. Um, and of course, the money is important to be able to focus on your idea, but to have that support and that coaching and that help um, has meant a lot to them. 
So we're launching the third round of the Global Change Award in mid-September. So it's just to start talking in the break now, you know, making new collaborations, new fantastic ideas coming through and send the applications through. And I hope to see you in the, in the City Hall of, of Stockholm next, next spring. Thank you so much. Thank you.